0: Hello again, everyone. I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett, and you are listening to episode 22 of the How to Life podcast. This is a great episode, and it is on a topic that has not been discussed before on this show. It is instructional, and I think it's something that can seem intimidating not only for the young or newer adult, but for anyone who is afraid or never believed that they could start their own business or be their own boss. Jake Lang is the creator of the Entrepreneur Ride Along, a website that shows you step-by-step how to start an online business in any field. He is a serial entrepreneur in that he has created eight online businesses in the past few years and has generated so much consistent revenue that he is going to be transitioning from his current nine-to-five job and focusing on these businesses and building even more. And he wants you to know that with as little as $20, you can absolutely do this too. I love this interview. It is so valuable and Jake is so reassuring and warm. And I'm pretty sure that if you've been on the fence about starting an online business, this podcast is going to give you that final encouragement to go for it. So come meet Jake and let's get started. Hey, Jake. Hi there. Welcome to the How to Life podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: All right, Jake, before we start, why don't you introduce yourself, tell me a little bit about you and what you do.
1: Sure. I'm Jake Lang from theentrepreneurridealong.com and also the Entrepreneur Ride Along podcast. Uh, And that is my business that I've been operating for a couple of years now where I am teaching people to start online businesses, which I'm addicted to. And I love doing it because I've started now eight online businesses myself and I'm Always building new ones, uh, and just absolutely a passion of mine that I didn't really find out that it was even possible until uh, probably five six years ago after I graduated college, and ever since then I've been starting probably a, a new business every single year. So that's uh, you know that's kind of my my goal and what I love doing um, is I, I kind of I work a traditional nine to five job, and then on the side in my free time I am building online businesses that are now taking me to the point where I can leave my job and support myself financially. So it's me and what I love doing.
0: That's great. And that's what the topic of this podcast is, how to create an online business. Why don't you tell me a little story, like how you came to this realization? Because I think many people, very young people, if you're in college, how am I going to make some extra money? Or I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Or I'm in a job that I don't see going anywhere and I don't know what else to do. Tell me how you came to online business
1: I really stumbled into it. I was a, let's see, I graduated college in 2014 and I'd studied finance in college. I just kind of assumed I would go get a corporate nine to five work my 50 years at a nine to five job and then retire eventually, hopefully, if, if I ever get a chance to. Uh, but my, my senior year of college, I had an internship as a, I was like kind of a marketing business development intern. Uh, and during that time, I had started looking to Podcasts were still relatively new. They weren't uh, as popular as they are today. When I started listening to people like Pat Flynn and Amy Porterfield and uh, Cliff Ravenscraft and all those people that were uh, in this online business world, I was trying to use it for my internship, but that's how I realized that, wow, I can pay $20, buy a domain name, and I can actually start an online business. I don't need $10 million in capital, and I don't need to be the next Steve Jobs, these guys are out there making uh, tens of thousands of dollars every single month by you know just selling eBooks and online courses and things like that. And I, I didn't even know that was possible because I was always interested in entrepreneurship and that lifestyle, but I thought I needed to be a genius. I thought I needed uh, investors and angel investors and all this capital. And I, you know, I, I just kind of found out, oh, I can buy a domain for $20 and set up a website. And now I have a business. And uh, I, I started my first one back in 2014, Um, no clue what I was doing. I was trying to sell, uh, residential direct mail advertising leads to small businesses. Uh, I went to school at the university of New Hampshire. I grew up in New Hampshire. Now I'm in Massachusetts, but, uh, I I was going to small businesses around my area in New Hampshire, uh, trying to sell residential leads that I had access to because they were on, uh, I got them from my university. I could get like a database of, uh, addresses in my area, um, That was the first businesses that I ever tried, and it totally flopped. I got no sales. Uh, I spent about three months doing it, and I I did a lot of things wrong. I I did no market research, so I didn't realize that nobody needed this service because they got it for free on Google and databases just like I got it for free, so nobody needed what I was offering. But uh, that that process got me absolutely hooked, realizing that I had a website and I had a business. I was going out there trying to make money. I didn't make a single dollar, but I was I was hooked forever since then. That so that was my real introduction to it.
0: So how did you not get discouraged? You know, you did this business without doing any research. It failed, but yet you were hooked and you still kept going. How did you do that?
1: I think it was just the idea that uh, I I tried something and I could see what I did wrong, uh, but just seeing that how. I guess simplified it was, and it was not as complex as I thought to have an idea, get it out there. And I'm actually at the point where I could accept payment. If somebody wanted my product that I was offering, uh, I I was off the mark with what I was offering, but I I saw the potential there that I did something. I got it up. I actually talked to people and proposed my product. Um, and and then I learned, so I knew the next time I could do it, like, Oh, I, I, I learned so much from this. I can rinse and repeat. And I'll try a new idea next. And it cost me $20. I, I shut it down. Now I can try the next one.
0: That's what I was going to say. And it only cost you $20. Yeah. So the fact that you failed, but you gained a tremendous amount of information mm-hmm. and experience, that's a lot easier to take rather than losing you know, $50,000.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it was a valuable learning lesson. I would pay that $20 a hundred times over for that lesson to just get hooked on what I'm doing now.
0: So what did you learn the next time around? How did you do better?
1: So the next time around this, uh, my second business also didn't work, but again, I only spent $20 on a website and a domain. I was, uh, the biggest thing I learned was market validation and I had to talk to people first before I went and sold a product or service. Um, I had to validate the idea and by that.
0: Yeah. Tell me what that means. What does market validation mean? (laughs)
1: So that simply means I have to uh, uh, talk to people and figure out what they want to buy and figure out that somebody wants my product and service, they're out there actively looking for it and that they're going to pay me money for my service uh, before I go and build the business. So uh, oftentimes how I validate my businesses now is I have an idea uh, for for this new product service that I want to do, um, first of all, I'm, I'm surveying and talking people, talking to people, figure out what their pain points are, and their challenges are, and second of all, I I pre-sell everything that I am. Uh, the business that I'm going to create. So if I am if I want to sell a book or something, uh, I'm going to go offer it to a couple of people first and talk to them first and be like, hey, I, I'm thinking about making this. Um, I'll sell it to you now for, for $5 or something like that. Um, if you buy it now, it's going to be created in, in three months. And if people pay me for that product and I get enough interest in it, uh, it's, a, it's a validated product. It means, well, people are willing to pay me for a product before I ever build it. Uh, and, and once they pay me for it, I go out and build it and deliver it and deliver exactly what they want. Uh, but that kind of validates it. When somebody is willing to, to pull out their wallet and pay you money for something that you are offering, that's that's a, a validated business. You know, people want that.
0: How many people do you have to ask before you decide it's worth your time?
1: Uh, for me, I, I would say if one person pays me, and I'm not, I'm talking people that are outside your friends and family, because you know your friends and family love you. They're they're going to pay you for whatever business you're starting. But uh, for me, one, two, three people. Um, really, if if one person pulls out their wallet and pays pays me for this product that I'm considering making, I know that at least there is a market out there. There's some type of people out there that want to buy what I'm offering. I I know that I'm on the mark for something because I have this idea. I've talked to. I I will say I do talk to maybe. 50 people through surveys and just online forums and online message boards about their challenges and pain points. So I have a good idea of uh, what, they're, what they're struggling with related to this nature industry that I'm in. And then I start pre-selling, okay, now I, I know what they're struggling with. I have a product idea to, to solve that problem. Now i start pre-selling it. And if one person out of those 50 buys, then, then I'm going forward with, and I know I'm, I'm onto something.
0: Do you build your website first or do you talk to these people and then build your website?
1: So I've done both. I'll say most of the time I am talking to people first and then building my website. Uh, but, but I have done it before where I'm just so interested in a topic that I, I might start a blog and start talking about it just because I love the subject. And then it turns into a business and then I'm pre-selling to people that are already on my website. Uh, but most of the time, I'm, I'm trying to sell before I spend months and months working on something and wasting all my time to find out, oh, nobody wants to buy it, just like I did with my first business. Nobody wanted to buy it because I never asked.
0: How do you collect money?
1: Uh, So I collect money uh, through a couple different ways. Uh, In the beginning, you can just use, if if you don't have a website or anything set up yet, just use PayPal and people can pay you right through PayPal, set up a free PayPal account. Uh, Or I use Stripe. Uh, So because I have multiple businesses going now, uh, there's a platform called Stripe. It's a payment processing system. And I can simply set up uh, just a, a landing page because I have these tools now. And that's just a, basically a one-page website where I just put a little credit card thing in there and say, okay, you can type in your credit card information there. It'll process through the system and, and go right into my bank account. Um, but for people that don't even have websites or anything yet, just use PayPal and it's, it's free to set it up and charge somebody. They pay you and then you deliver the product.
0: So what was the second business that you started, but also failed?
1: That was, I was trying to, uh, I I personally have the struggle being, uh, I'm tall and I have really long arms and dress shirts never fit me. Uh, So I had this pain point and I talked to a bunch of other people that also had this pain point and I knew they were struggling with um, either the sleeves are way too short on me or uh, the waist is way too wide on me. Um, So I was trying to create a business to sell made to measure men's clothing. So I was kind of on the right path with my idea. And I actually had people uh, interested and, and paying me for it if I could deliver it. Uh, but it was way too Complex, and I I was trying to work with manufacturers in in China, and I knew nothing about tailoring clothes, and I knew nothing about fashion. I, I can barely dress myself, so it was. Uh, I got a couple of payments for it, but I refunded them because it turned out after just looking into it, I was like, I don't know anything about this industry. I validated it, but I I, I took it down quick because I, I didn't know what I was doing.
0: How do you go into a niche that you know absolutely nothing about? How do you have the courage to do that? What does it take to do that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. In this case, it was because I knew it was such a strong pain point from other guys like me that are tall and, and kind of skinny. We just we, we can't buy dress shirts off the shelf. We need to get them custom fitted. So I was I was confident that I could make it work. Uh, but then once we got into the weeds and it was like, Oh my God, I have to provide all these measurements. Oh my God, I have to teach somebody how to measure themselves. And the, I don't even know what wrist size, neck size, shoulder, all, all these things that go into tailoring a shirt. Um, That I I found that it wasn't really the right fit for me because I didn't have the expertise in that. I I had never worked in any job on
0: that pun, by the way. Very good job on the yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
1: exactly. So I I I pulled out of that one quickly after I realized that uh, okay, this isn't for me. I was on the mark with my research, but um, this wasn't the business that I wanted to move forward
0: with. All right, but still undeterred, you went on to a third business for another twenty dollars.
1: Another $20 and third time's a charm. This one is still going today. It's my website, associatepi.com. And that's where I sell online courses in the insurance industry. And that's because I work. um, My my traditional day job is as a product analyst in the insurance industry. And I had to take these exams for my, my job called the CPCU Certification. Uh, so I went out and I, uh, I, again, I, I learned two big valuable lessons here from my first two businesses, first to validate and talk to people and figure out pain points. And second, uh, to do something that you have knowledge in already. And, and you can be an expert on that topic already. Um, something where I'm not out of my league and, and, and totally learning something new. Um, so I, I took that my insurance industry experience and studying for these exams and talking to everybody and realizing that everybody hated the textbooks and the study material that they were using. And I created my own online courses, which are now still selling today. And I just made it easier to read plain English. I kind of took the textbooks and cut out all the fluff and made easier to study online courses. And that is one of my biggest online businesses right now that's been going for five or six years now.
0: So that's a really good niche thing to find something that you're good at and just service that Mm -hmm. small community, which provides plenty of income. You don't need to reach the entire world. Exactly. Good idea for a niche site.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's something because uh, online courses, my courses sell for about $400 each. So I sell 10 courses, it's $4,000 a month. And that's, uh, I'm usually around Five six thousand per month. Sometimes I hit ten thousand per month because it's like I don't have to sell that many courses here, and I can make substantial income uh, just helping people pass their exams.
0: What other sites have you started?
1: Uh, so another site that I've going right now is called uh, Pomsky Owners Association, and this is like a totally opposite direction. It is about a dog breed called the Pomsky, which is a mix between a Husky and a Pomeranian. And uh, that is a do you, fun... do you have
0: one of these dogs?
1: I don't actually. So I own... I have a couple Great Danes myself. So I've owned dogs my entire life. But mine are the total opposite side. They're, they're big, heavy, lazy dogs. These ones are a little hyper. Why did
0: you pick this breed to, to, to make a business out of?
1: So this one actually started as... I, I started it back... Uh, it was probably 2016 or 2017. Um, I had just... I'd seen it popping up online all over the place. And I kept seeing people that were getting. Uh, first of all, I, I love dogs, and I um, volunteer a lot at the local, local shelters. So I'm a, a big dog person in general. Uh, and I, I kept seeing online that people were getting scammed trying to buy these dogs online, and there were a bunch of puppy mills people out there like uh, unethically breeding these dogs and just uh, treating them poorly because you could sell them for like a thousand dollars a dog. And, and people were out there getting scammed, and and then. Um, uh, just unethical breeders were out there uh, breeding, breeding these dogs. So I realized with my online business experience, I could go out there, start a website that would identify what's a scam, uh, what's a real shelter with these Pomsky dogs, what's a uh, real breeder that's, that's ethical. And that's how it started was I was just publishing information and ranking my websites on Google because I, I figured out how to do that from my last business to uh, drive traffic to my website. And I started saying, "This is a scam." Here's how to point out a scam. Here's how to identify it. Um, and I realized after I started getting thousands of people to my website that okay, this is actually a viable online business. And now I, I am kind of the authority, one of the authorities in this space for this dog breed is Now I provide training material. Um, now I provide all these resources of what's the best, uh, you know, toys and food. I have a membership platform. And I'm very open and honest on the website that I don't own this dog, but I'm not the face of the website. I'm asking real owners of this dog. I'm asking breeders. I'm asking the shelters. Everything that I post on the website comes from people that own this dog.
0: So you're the mediary. You're just, you're the middleman.
1: Exactly. The messenger, so to speak. Exactly. I'm the one that aggregates all the information because nobody else was doing it. And I can just point out, okay, don't use this person there, scam. we're going to get them shut down, but this person's good. Here's where you can find your dogs.
0: So you didn't have to do a lot of research. You didn't have to learn and become the expert. You just went to others who had the information and just shared that information on their behalf.
1: Exactly. Yeah. In the beginning, I went out to experts and I aggregated that information. But now I'm kind of the expert because I've learned so much from everybody else that I can answer anybody's questions about these dogs.
0: And that site is still going on.
1: That one's still going on now. And it's, it's scaling nicely with a membership program and, and a book that I wrote about training. And that the book that I wrote, I was talking to professional trainers and again, breeders and shelters. And they told me exactly how to train this type of dog. And then we published a book on it.
0: How much time do you spend on your websites?
1: Uh, so right now my websites are almost fully automated. Um, I will say, uh, I'll say my my website, the Entrepreneur Ride Along, I spend the most time on because I'm coaching, I'm talking to people, and I love doing that. I love talking about businesses, so that one I, I probably spend uh, uh, substantial more time on. But for these uh, online businesses like Palm Skyowners Association, Associate PI, I maybe spend three to four hours per week on those because they are entirely automated. My only time spent now is answering emails. Um, And so that's what I do every week. And sometimes I publish new content if I feel like it it needs some updating. Otherwise, it's hands-off, fully automated, and just runs on its own.
0: How did you discover how to automate these websites so that you are not a slave to them? (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's a, a good question and that was a lot of learning from experts that are out there already doing it. so it's uh, finding mentors and listening to people so it's, uh, mostly podcasts blogs, you know podcasts like yours where, where somebody gets interviewed and uh, or, or there's an expert on there on the, on the podcast talking about what they do. Um, so I was I was learning from people like like we talked about Pat Flynn. I learned a lot from him and the experts he brings on his show and uh, how they set up email lists and automated email marketing, uh, how they drive traffic to their website with SEO, which stands for search engine optimization. And that just means, uh, okay, you, you wrote something, it shows up on Google, and people find you automatically uh, through Google searching, and then they come to your website. So I kind of figured out how to get people uh, from Google to find my website, and then get them on my email list to receive all my automated messages. And I end up buying my courses automatically because I just give them so much free value that by the time I say, oh, I also offer a course to help you pass your exam, uh, people trust me, they know me, they like me, so they buy my my courses without ever talking to me. And then I just answer emails if anybody has questions.
0: Did you hire a mentor or buy programs to learn how to do this or did you learn on your own?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I did a mix of both. I'll say in the beginning, I was trying to do everything bootstrapped I was in college I I didn't want to I didn't have money to pay for anything so I was using all the free resources and there's so much out there that my first businesses were started uh, like I said for for $20 I didn't pay anything Uh, but once I got more and more advanced and I, I needed a community I definitely pay for courses now. I, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft, he, he used to be known as the podcast answer man. He's now uh, the mindset answer man, but he, he was my coach for a long time and my and him. Uh, he, he's kind of helped me advance my career because uh, I've I reached out to somebody. He's in a place where I wanted to be. That's uh, so why I, I worked with him to, to bolster my coaching practice and improve my business. Uh, Pat Flynn, me and you are both, uh, we got connected through Pat Flynn's community where there's a bunch of other entrepreneurs and that's Incredibly supportive because I can talk to other entrepreneurs and what they're doing, and mm-hmm. and I get to learn from you and everybody else. Um, so that is absolutely uh, pushing my business forward. So it's a, a little mix of both.
0: Now you are still working a full time job, and you have mm-hmm. been this whole time, and you are ready to transition out of that and focus on your businesses, your online businesses exclusively. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Why did you decide to stay in your job all this time? Was this part of a plan or you found that you could do both easily? Do you enjoy your full-time job for the most part?
1: I do. I do enjoy my job and I like what I do during the day. But I it's it's been a bit of a, a plan in the sense that there's no need for me to take the leap, you know, jump in cold when I'm making zero dollars and don't have a website that's working. I can manage it by working a couple hours in the morning, maybe an hour or two in the evening, maybe a couple hours a day, if that, and then work my nine to five, put in my eight hours at at my job. And I can manage all my businesses and scale them up to the point where they're automated and at the point where it's making enough money to surpass my regular job at the point where i'm comfortable just instead of jumping off the cliff and diving in i can take a gentle little step off and okay i'm already you know i I know i have the safety net here because things are already running now just keep maintaining and then i'll get an extra 40 hours a week to then uh, scale the businesses and keep pushing it
0: forward so jake you have a website called the entrepreneur ride along Tell me what that means, the name and what you do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this is by far my favorite website because that's what I love doing. And the Entrepreneur Ride Along, uh, what the name is, is simply that I am talking through my story. You could come in and ride along with me on the entrepreneurial journey and other entrepreneurs that I bring onto my podcast or on my blog. And I'm really trying to lay out a blueprint for people that are are brand new, and just like me, five six years ago, and I had no clue what I was doing in online business. To show that you can be a normal person like me, uh, you don't have to be crazy smart, straight A's through school, or anything like that. You know, you can just uh, struggle through school and not really know what you want to do with your life, like me. Uh, and then you can get to the point um, where where you can just start an online business. You don't have to be a genius. And I'm trying to lay out this uh, blueprint and show what other entrepreneurs and what I'm doing, kind of a step-by-step process, you can skip all the tr- struggles that I faced over the last five years, and just kind of jump into the point where, uh, like we talked about, you know how to talk to your target market, you know how to survey your audience, you know how to validate a product, um, and learn from my mistakes and my successes, and follow this blueprint along my entrepreneurial journey. And, and I share everything as transparently as possible. I even publish my my income reports. I show you what I'm spending on, like hosting and virtual assistants, and, and my expenses and my income to show. Okay, like here is how much he's making from, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the Pomsky website or selling online courses I had to try and show people, here's what's working, here's what's not, and try and give them that blueprint to, to follow and build your own online
0: business. And they can do it too.
1: Absolutely. I do uh, a lot of coaching at the Entrepreneur Ride Along. So uh, when people need help building their businesses if we're having a good conversation through email, uh, we end up jumping on free coaching calls and sometimes it turns into paid coaching relationships where... I'm helping people hands-on because that's what I really love doing. Uh, find these business ideas and build these businesses. And I'm, I'm seeing people now making more money than me. They're out there making thousands of dollars and they found this awesome uh, little niche and they're, they're building websites and they're online businesses. So it's, uh, uh, it's a lot of fun seeing people do it and actually succeed.
0: Right now, just tell us the, uh, the web address because so, I know people are going to want to go there and they have no idea how to start. And <laughs> this is a great place to start.
1: Sure. I'll, I'll tell you, um, if you want to go over to com slash ideas, that is my uh, email opt-in where I give away my five favorite business ideas. And that's where I send new entrepreneurs because it's like, those are my, I, I put together a five-part video series that I send you. Uh, so I always send new entrepreneurs there uh, because that's where I actually give a couple of real business ideas, show you how, how to find similar business ideas and actually start your business. So that's kind of like, if you just need a crash course, Uh, That's where it is. So com slash ideas.
0: And that's a free course that you send them?
1: Yeah, yeah, free course, five-part series of just, hey, here's my thought process going through this idea. Uh, One of them is a crazy idea about hedgehogs. I found that like hundreds of thousands of people are searching for pet hedgehogs. And that was similar to my, my Pomsky website. So I was like, this is a niche idea. This is a business idea. Somebody take it and run with it.
0: What are the other websites that you have right now?
1: Uh, so right now, I have another website called uh, Agile Exam Academy, and that is a relatively new one. Just started a couple of months ago. Um, I do these group coaching programs every, probably every five or six months, where I bring in entrepreneurs with me, and I build a business live with them watching me, and they build their businesses at the same time. Uh, so this is one that I just started. That's uh, I'm. Not even selling a lot of products yet, but this is, again, another online course in a specific niche uh, where I'm helping people pass these exams, and I'm trying to get another one of those websites going because it's so profitable. Um, So that one's brand new, and that one's up and running, and now starting to make some sales and get some traffic. Uh, See, I had an Amazon FBA product, which is an Amazon product uh, fulfilled by Amazon is what that stands for, which just simply means... I buy a physical product, I store it in Amazon's warehouse, and then I sell it on amazon.com. And it gets like prime shipping and everything, Amazon ships it out for me. Uh, but I shut that one down recently. I, I ran out of, uh, out of inventory, decided not to refill it because I make so much more money with digital products. And physical products, there's like no profit margin there. So I wasn't making as much money as focusing on courses and things like that. So, um, so I took that one down recently.
0: Any others? Because they're kind of all over the place, which I, just I, goes I, to show you, you can make money in any field, any niche that you, are, you want to be in.
1: Uh, right now, that's it. Let me think. I think that's, that's enough. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm probably going to start another one next year when I do another group coaching program and I show people how I'm starting a business from scratch and here's everything from A to Z. Uh, so next year, I'll have another one to report back to you.
0: That's exciting. So you'll just pick one just to show people that it's possible to build it up no matter what it is.
1: Absolutely. Next year, I'm, I'm going to look for something crazy to be like, you know, it doesn't have to be some uh, you know, traditional online business. Just go out there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well,
0: the hedgehog idea is pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hedgehogs out there. Uh, somebody from my last group coaching program found that uh, succulents, like the house plant, that little succulent plants, that there's a niche opportunity there and he's starting an online business about succulents and how to care for them. Uh, So I I love those crazy ideas like that.
0: Well, that can be really fun and challenging, but if there is an area that you know about that you're passionate about, you can build it on that and you will Mm -hmm. find your tribe. You'll find the people that want that information.
1: Absolutely, Yeah. That's how I feel about the entrepreneur ride along. It's my favorite business because I'm passionate about starting these businesses and talking to other entrepreneurs It's an incredibly competitive space, uh, but I'm making substantial revenue there from coaching and my own voice. And I have my own following now um, that, yeah, if it's a passion, absolutely. Just like you said, that can be a business too.
0: In the entrepreneur ride-along, do you also talk and teach about these terms that you uh, threw out, like uh, ranking websites Mm -hmm. and keyword research tools and SEO
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's one of the things is I, I know a lot of people that I work with are brand new to online business. So um, I, I try to be as, as basic as possible because uh, I know for me personally, I learn best when things are dumbed down in like the most simplified way. So do so I, I. I, yeah, exactly. So I just like, you know, plain English, don't be too complex. Uh, so that's how I try to teach because that's how I learn best.
0: Can you find that information on your website or is there an opt-in where you can get that information about what those words mean, how you can go about learning about them?
1: Yeah, I I will say I I do have another uh, free opt-in on my website. It's theentrepreneurvitalon.com slash challenge. Uh, So just slash challenge. And that's actually, uh, that one's a little more advanced, but it goes into how to rank a website talking about SEO and what the whole process is. And that is a challenge for people that already have websites, how to drive the first 1,000 people to your website uh, with only five days of work. And it's it's exactly what I do. I take five days and I can get a bunch of traffic to my website really quick uh, by ranking my website on Google. So exactly the topics that I I breezed over here because they're, they're big, complex topics. Uh, it's yeah. another five-day course, one video per day of, how to get a website and get traffic to it. And and that's where I cover all of those concepts.
0: When did you start your podcast? Uh, So I started my
1: Entrepreneur Ride Along podcast. I'm about 15 episodes in right now. So I've got a couple more uh, coming soon. Relatively new for me.
0: And what do you talk about on it? How long are your shows? What kind of information can we gain from it?
1: Yeah, so my shows range between, they can range from 20 minutes to an hour, but I'll say most of them are right around the 20 minute to half an hour uh, minute mark, and all of them are about uh, starting businesses, starting online businesses. So I share my story, my behind the scenes, I I share everything from the beginning of, like my whole story about how I started Associate PI and all the challenges I went through along the way. I share our current day, here's what I'm doing, here's what I'm thinking, here's my strategy for the next quarter and what I'm trying to work on. Uh, so it's really that that ride along with me. That's that's the ride along in the entrepreneurial journey. That's what my podcast is about. And then I bring on other entrepreneurs as well to hear their stories to learn from what did other entrepreneurs do to get started and then what are they doing today? What are, what's their thought process like?
0: If you could give me a summary, give us a little summary. Uh, of how to start a business, mm-hmm. so you're talking to your twenty year old self, let's say, mm-hmm. and what would you advise?
1: There's like five steps that I would take um, if I were j- just starting out. Step one, we kind of talked about earlier, uh, but is uh, uh, finding that idea and, and brainstorming, also making sure that people are searching for that topic. So, so step two. Uh it's talking to people and surveying people and, and getting out there and connecting with people. Step three. So that's that's kind of like once you have a product out there, you, you figured out your pain points, what I love to do next is actually build out the website and start driving traffic and providing value. Uh so next step for me is going out there and driving traffic to a website. And this is the big scaling tipping point where it's like, okay, now I've got people here. I can get them to my website, and now I can show them, hey, I sell this book to help you train your dog. Um, it's only $20. Now you can buy it, now that I have a validated product. And fifth is just scale and automate. Any type of personality can do this. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very much an introvert, unless I'm talking about online businesses. I, I can talk about that for days. Uh, but yeah, I really don't do any in-person research. Uh, I do a lot of it on yeah Reddit, Facebook, LinkedIn, and I'll just have text conversations back and forth with people. Uh, Or I'll I'll post a survey out there and just ask people to to fill out the survey. And that's how I do my market research.
0: So if anybody out there is thinking, well, I can't possibly do this because I'm shy, you can. Or I can't do this because I don't know any of these terms that he's talking about, SEO, etc. You can because Jake will help you for free. Yes. <laughs> what other what other things can people tell themselves to keep them from doing this that you can dispel?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, that's one of the biggest ones is that, you know, I, I have to be uh, this extrovert that's out there, you know, hitting the streets and talking to everybody and and like a kind of a, a sales sales guy. I am probably the least salesy person in the world. I I hate going out there and and face-to-face selling to people. I, I couldn't do it. And I've uh, I've listened to podcasts and things like that that people say like, oh, go out there and go door to door and try and sell things. And, you know, it'll, it'll improve your, uh, sales performance. And I tried cold, cold calling for a little while because of that exercise that everybody recommended. I did five phone calls and I was probably dripping sweat. I was so nervous and I was like, I'm never doing that again. That was so awkward. Now I just stick to online, and you can do it all online. It's it's an online world now. You don't have to cold call and meet people in person.
0: And if you are an extrovert, you know, good for you. That'll work <laughs> exactly. for you also. Well, here's another thing people will say: Well, I don't have a business degree, or I don't even have mm. a college degree, mm. so no one's going to take me seriously.
1: Oh, that's a, a total myth. And that's, yeah, you're right. People say that a lot and it's, you, you don't need a college degree. You don't need a business degree. You don't need any of that. You, you can, you could be a freshman in high school right now and you can go out and start your business because all that you really need is to have that idea and start talking to people and figure out what are you struggling with? Okay, I'll go and solve that for you. Uh, so just looking to provide that value and, and solve people's problems that they have.
0: Well, this is really exciting. And I think it's going to be uplifting and inspiring for a lot of people who might be on the fence about starting a business or think that that's something they could never do. And that's exactly what I want this podcast to do is uplift and inspire. Thank you, Jake. Yeah.
1: Thank you for having me. This was a fun conversation.
0: I'm going to list all of Jake's information in my show notes. And do you have an email or is it on your website?
1: Yes, you can reach me at jake at com, and I'd love to talk to you and hear what business you are working on.
0: Thank you so much, Jake. So who's going to finally do it and start that online business that they've been putting off? Or who wants to get started? Remember, if you want some ideas on how to start, you can take the free five-day course at com slash ideas. That's pretty long, so I'll have the direct link in the show notes for this episode at com slash zero two two. I will also link all of Jake's other websites so that you can go and check out how he has those sites set up and what they are about. Reach out to Jake also because he is more than happy to chat with you and answer your questions. And I also want to remind you to consider jumping in on his group coaching program where the group will give him any topic, any idea, and he's going to show you how to turn that idea into an online business and get it up and running from scratch. That's going to be coming up at the end of the year, so make sure you check that out at theentrepreneurridealong.com for more information about the exact time. As always, thank you for tuning in and listening to this show. I hope you found it valuable and encouraging. If so, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating in Apple, and if you have some time, please leave a positive review as well. I would really, really appreciate that. If you'd like me to do a podcast or make a -a mominar on a specific topic just for you, you can reach me at drlj at Hadalife.com. And before you go, hit the subscribe button, and I will meet you here again next time. Until then, I'm wishing you a beautiful week full of purpose and focus. Make sure to notice all the good in your life and appreciate all that you have. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others and don't worry about anything. You got this.